Welcome to the Solo 2.0 podcast, where two sisters, Jess and Rye, focused on health and hormone balance to help you step into that 2.0 version of you. Growing up, we heard all about hormones, sometimes more than we wanted, from our mom, who is a hormone health educator. As we got older, we rebelled and experienced our own health struggles and ups and downs. But today we have businesses helping people get in tune with their bodies, break free from restrictive eating and lifestyle habits, and learn how to balance their hormones naturally. So what can you expect from this podcast? Honest conversations and hot topics that should be more mainstream, like period health, cycle tracking, non-hormonal birth control, and our unique take on fad diets and trends that aren't always so supportive for women. Plus, interviews with health and wellness entrepreneurs making a big impact in the world. Ladies, it's time we align with our powers and redefine what healthy means to us. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Solo 2.0 podcast. This is Ryan, co-founder of Your Hormone Balance. And this is Jess, holistic health coach and founder of Body Bliss by Jess. Yes, so we are back together. Jess uh, held down the fort there the last couple episodes. Thank you, Jess. For sure. I won't hold it against you. It's fine. <laughs> no, it was fun. I mean, I missed you, but it was great. And I'm glad that, I mean, you had a lot going on, which we'll talk about. <laughs> There's been yeah. so much that happened. I yeah. feel like solo episode where like a world of things have happened. Totally. And it's mid-January. So happy new year, everybody. Um, happy we new haven't year. done a solo episode, uh, obviously, yet in this new year or even kind of, we didn't do anything towards the end of last year. And there's definitely been a lot of things happening. And we just, we love our... Um, this, the episodes where we do a sister chat and we kind of share like what's been feeling good and what needs work, sort of like good habits, bad habits. Um, and I feel like I've been in my worst habits era. So (laughs) I, I wanted to, you know, I'm, I'm like focused in this new year and working on making adjustments, but I definitely like fell off the wagon there for a bit. Um, and we can share that, but you know, grateful that there's always these built-in habits that I, that I always like that I need now, you know, we just posted on YHB yesterday for uh low maintenance hormone balance habits in the morning. And I thought of that reel because I was thinking like, Jess asked me to come up with a reel. And I was like, wow, I've just been in this like very busy, stressful period where I've not been like my best self. So I thought like, what is it that I am doing? And I think that's also kind of like a helpful exercise when we get down on ourselves. Like, but what can we actually celebrate that we do? Because we're always doing at least something. Always. Something that we can come up with that we can be proud of um, that we've worked on over the years. And so for me, that's, you know, like waiting to have coffee in the morning, having herbal tea. That's finally a habit. Always having a nutrient-rich breakfast. Um you know, having clean skincare and makeup and, and they're little things, but I'm just trying to shift my mind to be focused of, to be proud of the little things too, in these busy times. And I think hopefully yeah. you guys can do that too. And also like, even just thinking about, I truly believe that the way we start our morning has a ripple effect for the rest of the day. So it's like, if you think about even during those crazy times where you fell off other routines, if you didn't have those foundations, what would your day have looked like? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really helpful. And even, sorry, I'm like going straight into it, but I was going to say, um, cause I have different things I wanted to share, but even like I, I was doing a page of journaling, which I want to get back to because I love that. 
but Thomas and I have kind of created a new morning routine where we play this, this connections. It's like a New York times game and you, you, you sort 16 words into four categories and it's just a really fun little morning routine now that we start our day doing that together at Sometimes it can take longer, but it's only like five, 10 minutes. So it's kind of a game. Good way to exercise your brain right away. Exactly. And it's like a really fun thing we both look forward to and we have with our herbal tea in the morning. And so, um, you know, it can change, but that's something that I'm loving. That's a new thing, but of course I still want to get in my journaling and stuff. But anyway, um, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. And we've both been through some hard things lately. So Jess, do you want to share how the end of the year was feeling for you. Yeah, it was a bit of a shit storm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was not the holiday season that I would normally love to have or that other holiday seasons have been. But there were still great moments. And I still think that, you know, it it was good in a lot of ways. But anyway... Uh, I think I shared this when we did like our weight loss episode at the end of the year. I can't remember, but I forgot. I was just realizing we did just do that one. So we, but we didn't really share as much about our own lives in that. We did talk about chestnut, your new dog. Thank God. Um, But yeah, so I did touch on the fact that uh, in early or no end of November, Josh and I went to Mexico for it's kind of becoming like an annual trip with his mom and so she has a timeshare and she loves going with us it's really awesome so we've been I think this is our fifth time and every trip has been amazing this trip was a bit of a curveball and not only was the hotel that we stayed in not at all up to the par of where we usually stay <laughs> but I got like the worst freaking food poisoning of my life and I was good for like the first three or four days, the first four days, but I felt bad for Josh's mom because the first four days we flew in before her so that we could have a little one-on-one time. We got a really cute boutique hotel in San Juan Jose del Cabo, which is a very cute artisan town. Highly recommend it over Cabo San Lucas. And we had a great time, but then the day that we went and picked up his mom at the airport, that night, Josh got violently sick with food poisoning. And I, and this was after like three days of not sleeping because the hotel we stayed in before was incredibly loud music playing. We were just so excited to get, have a good night's sleep. We get to this new hotel. And not only is there a karaoke bar right across from the hotel playing the worst karaoke. I mean, is it karaoke ever good? But it was mm-hmm. lasting. And we're like, oh my God, we're not going to sleep. We didn't have the right earplugs. And then on top of it, like an hour later, he starts throwing up. And so I just have like my headphones in trying to listen to binaural beats and meditation music while he's vomiting and the karaoke is going. And I felt like a sitting duck. I was like, we both had this VJ yesterday. I'm probably next, but I didn't get it for over 48 hours. So I was just waiting and he got past the worst of it. And then 48 hours later, it hit me like a ton of bricks and violently ill for like 48 hours, but then mine lasted way longer. It lasted for like a week of intense nausea and just brain fog. And it was terrible. And then we got back from the trip and I was totally fine for two weeks. And then out of nowhere, two weeks later, I had a snack at like 4 p.m. 
on a Wednesday and all of a sudden felt filled with nausea again. And then I had this insane nausea for like another four or five days, which I've talked to multiple practitioners at this point, and all of them think it's connected to me picking up parasites in Mexico because it's very, very common to pick up parasites. In fact, I got like literally like 30 different messages from people saying every time they go to Mexico, they either get a parasite or get violently ill. And I've never gotten sick in Mexico. So I guess I'm very lucky in that sense because I've been like 10 times at this point. But I uh, actually just sent off a stool test to act to see if, if I have parasites and what type of parasites I have. And I'm waiting for the results. But I decided to start a parasite cleanse because it doesn't hurt anyway. Long story short, we all have parasites, but there's just different types of parasites. And they typically come from food contamination or water contamination. You can even get a parasite if you're walking barefoot on the grass and you step in urine from a dog that has a parasite or a cat that has a parasite. Cats have more parasites than dogs. Well, there's foods that feed parasites more, like pork is number the, one of the number ones, rice, obviously like raw fish. And so... Yeah, I basically just started on this parasite cleanse. Josh is doing it with me. We started at the beginning of the year. And we're basically eating just a bunch of antiparasitic foods and taking antiparasitic tinctures and uh, herbs to help open up detoxification pathways. And I feel really good on it. Um, I haven't had that nausea come back. I'm just feeling a lot better. So I'm hopeful that I'm just getting that ish out of me, but it was really rough for honestly, I feel like a month. Yeah. Oof. Obviously that threw me completely off of my routines and rituals and eating habits. Like I, for probably two straight weeks, I was eating only carbs because even though that feeds parasites, that's all I could digest. Like that's all yeah. that sounds good. You know, I'm protein queen and I couldn't even, I could not even stomach a protein latte, which is my favorite thing. I couldn't stomach a protein latte. I couldn't even eat like nuts, no type of protein chicken. It just disgusted me. So it was like every day I was just going to this bagel shop, walking and get a bagel, walking, got a croissant, walking, got cereal. Like it was just straight carbs. And then on top of it, I could barely walk because I was so fatigued. So I didn't work out for like three weeks. Um, felt just kind of like a blob of just mm -hmm. what am I doing and just trying to keep up as much as I could with work. Cause that was the most important thing to me was to make sure that my clients still received support. Um, so yeah, now I'm back. I know that was long winded and I'm feeling like myself again. So thank goodness. Yeah. It feels so good to get through that. And anytime, any, anytime you get sick, it's just like, I can't wait till I feel better again. I'm just going to be skipping around town. Yeah. Um, but then Look, you're just better and you're like, you take it, you take it for granted again. Um, I know. But I'm yeah. Like, I'm never going to take for granted being able to eat delicious foods. Like I'm never going to take for granted X, Y, Z. And I would look at people that felt well. I'm sure we've all done this. I'm like, what does that feel like? I want to be yeah. like, oh, they're smiling, they're laughing, they're eating a whole meal. What does that yeah. look like? Yeah, I know it is. It, it, these things really do throw you off. And I feel like we might've talked a little bit about this, but yeah, I know. Uh, and I got COVID coming back from a wedding in New York, which I got COVID on New Year's Day. Like, mm -hmm. worst, worst way to start the year after a period of very high stress where I was just needing a break. And um, basically, it was just like in pretty bad shape, but I could not 
take time off work. So I just had to work through it, which then I started developing like a twitchy eye, which I still kind of have. Uh, And and I think it's, I think it is just stress related, you know? And I was thinking to myself, like, because back, back around black Friday, when um, we launched our new hormone test kit package, the rebalance rescue guide, been something I've been working on for over a year, like a whole new system and streamlined way of sharing results and education with people that is really helpful for your next steps and just like way improved from the systems we were doing before. But it was so much work to launch that. And it's still a lot of work because there's still elements that I'm um, upgrading and changing and finalizing. And um you know, as anyway, it's just, I was thinking to myself, like how these health-based businesses can sometimes be, well, any, any entrepreneur, any building your own business can be the most unhealthy thing in the world. Yeah, It's it's just so funny and ironic. And maybe it's not funny at all, but (laughs) ironic. (laughs) (laughs) So many people in health just kill, you know, you, you're, you're killing yourself to, to build your business, to get more clients, to, um, help people because at base of it, you're in this to help people and it keeps you up at night, making sure that it's good enough that it's, you're helping people You're actually helping that, you know, is everyone happy? Like it is ironically, probably in many ways, one of the more unhealthy, like you can get into some of the most unhealthy spells with it. Um, because I think the nature of it too, is that it can be just so hard to get new clients or to find, you know, or, or to retain or to, yeah, just you care so much that you work yourself so hard. And, and we've talked about this before, but I think like, although I have a lot of things dialed in with nutrition and exercise, um, stress piece. And I think for you too, that is the thing that it's just really hard to, get a really good grip on it when you're building a business and you're, and you can't get around the real hustle and the real, I mean, I've gotten through the worst of it three years ago or two years ago. Now I can't remember. was horrible. I would cry every week at the start of every week because of how I remember you said Tuesday was your cry day. Yeah. Every Tuesday I would cry because it was like Monday. I was like, okay, I've got this like a little, hardly refreshed from the weekend because I would work most weekends and then Tuesday it would hit me like no you don't have this <laughs> you have so much to do uh-huh. and um but I'm 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 at way better systems now love my team like this new package everything is going to just change my life and I've just been getting so excited about how much better it's going to be um and you know there's just no way around some of these stages of business but the keto hormone balance is stress resilience and stress management. And that remains something that has been really hard. Yeah. Ryan, I personally had, we had a sister day on Sunday. I'm forgetting what day that was, but yeah, yeah, we went to brunch. It was really fun. And we were talking about like stress and I was like, Oh, I don't really get stressed. I just get really overwhelmed. (laughs) Yeah. But that is stress. And I was like, no, because I don't feel stressed because I love everything that I'm working on. I'm not like running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm not like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed because I like it. I just there's not enough hours in the day. And she's yeah. like, that's your version of stress. Like, yeah. when you're overwhelmed, 
And how does that manifest for me? It manifests in headaches, right? It manifests in just feeling really anxious. Or I shared this on our last podcast with Jordana. Like, I just feel overwhelmed. Like, mm-hmm. we all know that feeling of just complete overwhelm. And it's true. It's like, you might say to yourself, oh, I'm not stressed. But how? what's manifesting in your life? Like, yeah, and I used to say that too, I think to you. Yeah. I feel like and I'm not stressed. I'm just like there's just so much to do. But that is stress. Yeah, it is, it's overwhelm. It is um it's something pretty much everyone, most people deal with this challenge. Being I would say with all the clients that come through and we give comprehensive nutrition, lifestyle, and stress management suggestions, the stress piece is it's probably the most important piece. Uh But it's the hardest thing for, you know, because so much of it obviously is coming from external sources, your job, your family, if you're a caretaker, you know, life curveballs, all of that, that you don't necessarily feel like you can control. But I am aware that that's why I've been working so hard on this new system, because I need to get back my time. And that's what's coming in this new year. So that's something I want to be excited. I am excited about and I want to really highlight, and I hope I've just gotten through the worst of it. Yeah, there was um, a quote. I can't remember exactly how he says it, but James Clear, who's the author of Atomic Habits, he says something like, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You you fall to the level of your systems or something like that. So it's basically like, you can have, I'm probably butchering it, but you can have any goal, like you can have the highest aspirations and like, I want to grow this package to be the best it can be and support all of our clients. And like, I envision, you know, being able to support so many more people and I want to bring on this and do that. And that's awesome and so exciting. But if you don't have the systems in place to actually make that happen, like the goal is just a goal. And So that's truly you and I, I feel like the theme right now has been in both YHB and my business is like working on the systems and it's so much work to work on the systems. But then once they're in place, everything can just flow more easily. And when you say, and too, like, because anyone listening that has worked with us or wants to work with us, like we prioritize number one, the client getting the best experience or information, but it's the back end is what we're talking about where it's to our detriment. Like for this past year, we would spend sometimes two hours on someone's rebalancing guide. That's not sustainable. And we're not charging enough for that at all. Like so much of this has been not charging enough for the time that we're actually putting in and needing it to be smarter systems to not only provide, you know, to not only provide a better product, yes, which is what we've launched, but for on the back end, just for it to be sensible, for it to not be this huge time suck for something that you're just not, you're not being paid to cover that time. And then you're just digging yourself in a hole and you never have free time. So yeah, I, I think the system's on the back end to make our lives easier, but we've always prioritized the client getting the best experience. Well, and that's why sometimes the system's on the back end aren't prioritized. Exactly. Because you can't, because you got to keep up with everything. Yeah. Like the same for me my clients always come first. I'm like, 
what they need and like their immediate attention and making sure that they're getting the best results they can and the best support they can. Like that's always going to come first because we're a client-based business and we genuinely care so much. And so, yeah, that's where, that's where it's like, okay, that's great. But then we're going to be able to show up even better and to Mm -hmm. be able to our clients even more if we have these systems in place that ultimately take some of the pressure off of us because ultimately we don't want to be working around the clock. We don't deserve to be working around the clock. We deserve to have the weekends off if we want to have them off and to, you know, not have to work up until the last minute. Sometimes you work until like 11 at night. Sometimes like I've had to get up at 6 30 AM and skip my morning routine so that I can work on the things that need to get done. And ultimately we want to put these systems in place so that we can have more flow in our lives and more freedom so that we can, you know, we walk the walk, but it's like, we want to be able to like truly, you know, do that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really want to build community this year. That is a big focus because I think it's just like, I was with my girlfriends last night and everyone's always going through something hormonal or like in the work that you do, obviously it's, it's the same realm, but like weight related, hormonal related, um, nutrition related. And I think we women just need to talk and share and, you know, get tips as a group. And that's the one piece of our business we haven't been able to build because it's been so time consuming, the individual work per client. And so bringing together more of a community through our new product is, is my biggest goal. And, um, and I have a bajillion ideas for that. And Hey, that's so exciting. Yeah. And I just, I think that's been something that's missing and I think that will be really, really fulfilling, but we haven't been able to do something like that because we don't have the space or time to, to focus on that. So that's, that's something I'm really excited about. And I don't want to spend too long going about talking about our businesses because, you know, maybe this is interesting to those of you that follow us, but, um, but I also wanted to get more into sort of the habits that we've been loving and, and, and things maybe that will be helpful for people to hear. Um, 100. Oh my God. Sorry. The dogs just freaked out. Um, there is a cat next door that Presh is obsessed with. And so every time the cat comes over to the gate, she like runs over there and starts like crying and trying to get to it. It's like her forever, just projects. Pray. <laughs> yeah, her prey, basically. She just really wants to get to that cat. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's talk about, do you want to start with like the habits that we're trying to break and then move into the habits that we're currently cultivating that are really helping us or just focus on the positive ones? Yeah. I mean, I can just go, I can just share um, things I wanted, things I want to adjust and how, yeah, we'll just I'll start with that and then you can go. Um, I think I mentioned a couple of them, but like I also for Christmas, I got, I I asked for, um, Jess, you were asking me what I got for Christmas and I forgot to tell you this. I asked for, um, you know, the company Thera, Thera, whatever they're done. They have a bunch of products. They have a mask. Um, hold on. I've got, I'm going to mute myself because I'm going to sneeze. She's sneezing. She's done. Um, I also side note have had sort of like a long, a long COVID experience that that's been another thing that's really held me down and just thankfully suggested that I get one of those hydration IV therapy, um, IV drips, which I've never done before. And it was a game changer because like with my twitchy eye and I was fatigued and I was just like, how the hell am I going to keep working? So I 
asked for this. Uh, it's like a, you put it on your, your, uh, it's like an eye mask, but it's also like a smart, smart goggle type things where it has built in, um, vibration and heat. And I haven't used the backend technology yet because I believe that it tracks something to do with your brain waves, but it's really supposed to be a tool for meditation and for calm. So with my this twitchy eye thing, it's been great because I'm like, okay, I'm working too much. So I go, it takes like 20 minutes. It has the full 20 minute program where it's literally like vibrating and like sort of grabbing at your brain. And so it's the sort of forced meditation that feels really good on your brain. And at first I was like, this is kind of weird. I don't know if I actually like it, but I'm realizing now it's this really nice when you take a break, I'm not just taking a break. I'm giving my brain this sort of exercise and it's sort of a forced meditation. So I want to start doing that more in the morning or maybe just keep doing it as a midday break, which is really nice. Um, But I have, Hmm. So put that in the show notes if you can find it. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. Um, so that's been great. And then, like I said, instead of the morning journaling, Thomas and I have had our connections um, habit, which is so fun. He'll do Wordle after, and I hate Wordle because my brain just does not work that way. And it puts me in the worst mood because I just <laughs> feel stupid. And he gets them in like 30 seconds. I swear he's like a genius. I don't understand how he figures uh, it out so quickly. My brain is just, it scrambles my brain. So I do the connections and then I kind of move on, but you know, it's still a short morning routine. It's like 10 minutes before I get into work. So I want to get back to at least a page of journaling. And as the weather's getting, you know, as we have more light and hopefully the sun comes out more, um, getting out in the morning for light. Cause that's another thing that I have not been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are kind of my main morning, morning goals. I really love those. I want to, yeah, I definitely want to check out that Theragun thing. That sounds, I thought of it for you because they do advertise it for headaches and stuff. And I, and like I said, I will say at first I was like, Oh, this is kind of lame, but realizing it, using it as a tool to take a break from work and rest my eyes has been a really great way to use it. That's pretty major because we all spend so much time straining our eyes on our laptop Mm -hmm. that can lead to headaches and tension and anxiety. So that's, that's really genius. I actually bought something I think might be super similar. I haven't even taken it out of the package yet. I bought it on Black Friday, which is embarrassing to say I haven't even opened it, but I'm going to now that you said this, because I think it's similar. It's, it's like a big eye mask thing that immerses you in different, you connect it to your phone and there's different binarial beats and vibrations. That's cool. It could be the same thing, just a knockoff. Um, but yeah, so for me, I know in our last, like imperfect habits, we talked about how I was just getting up and going straight to work because things were really crazy. Just preparing a lot of things I had to prepare for work and just a lot that was going on. And I was getting up and making latte blends right away and just not, not having my morning routine. And at the time that was actually what worked for me because it made me feel less anxious going into the day. And I tried to create a vibe. I tried to like play music and make it as nice as it could be, but I am very committed to getting back into my morning routine because in reflecting, I realize that no matter how busy I am, it makes a huge difference for my mindset the rest of the day, my productivity, the way that I sleep, just my excitement for what I do. And so I've just learned about myself in reflection that I really think it's crucial for me to stick to morning rituals. So I am on this new I don't want to say kick, but just re 
motivated and invigorated to really focus on mindset this year and manifestation and putting everything into rewiring any limiting beliefs that I have and just really getting into like my money mindset, which is something Ryan and I have talked about with like our upbringing and sort of, I know we've shared it in another episode, like our very early, that was forever ago. Yeah. Like, and I'll get into my morning routine. This has a point, but you know, our parents have always sort of had limiting beliefs around money just with the way that they were raised and, um, you know, yeah, just a lot of financial challenges that we had when we were younger, and it was literally the only thing that they ever fought about. So I think Ryan and I were just always hyper aware of money and not having enough and, oh, or is it okay for going out to eat? Like, is that smart? And just always thinking about it. And Ryan has shared that, you know, sh- her way of dealing with that was that she became this crazy saver. Like, she would put money in her piggy bank when she was, like, five years old, and all of her first jobs, she just say hoarded her money and she had like I remember you had like two thousand dollars in savings like when you were like 16 I was like how you didn't yeah. even have a job and she was serving away, serving but then also you put away like every time grandma or granda would give us a hundred dollars for they always give us a hundred dollars for our birthday and a hundred dollars for Christmas she would save it it burned a hole in my pocket so <laughs> I took the, the opposite that modeling for me turned into like well I've always been worried about money. I'm never really going to have enough of it. So I might as well just enjoy what I do have and spend it. And because I just didn't really believe that I, now that I'm reflecting on it, I just didn't really believe that I was like capable of ever having a lot of money. And so I would spend it. I, I would get jobs in college, but as soon as the paycheck came, I would spend it on basically clothes or out and just never saved. I was always overdrafting my account. And so I'm in such a better place. I actually love checking my account and being just really aware of what's coming in, what's going out. And you have a bookkeeper too, which is helpful. Yeah. And so, but I still feel like my mindset around money needs a lot of work. And I just want to have the most abundant, free-flowing mindset. I want to repeat phrases like money flows freely. Um, I've heard manifestation coaches saying like, don't even say the words broke. Don't even say, like, don't have those words in your vocabulary, you know, because you attract more of that. Mm-hmm. And so I signed up for a manifestation course, which I'm so excited about. I had this literal intuitive hit where I was like, I just have to do it. And it was funny because my money mindset got into my head of like, oh, that's $300 a month. That's an extra bill. Should you really be spending that? And I was like, no, this is exactly why you should be spending it. And so I signed up for this highest self course, which is all about learning more about the subconscious and conscious brain, learning about limiting beliefs, learning how to rewire your brain, learning how to truly manifest your deepest desires. So my morning routine looks a little bit different now, but I'm so excited about it. I am just started it. So it's been a week, but I'm getting up in the mornings and I am going straight to the kitchen. So I'm I was sleeping in a little bit longer. I'm getting up at 6.30, go straight to the kitchen. I make a lemon water tea just to help with my digestion because I found that really helps me be regular in the morning. So I'll do 
lemon water and a little bit of apple cider vinegar. And while that's heating up, I light a candle and I fill in my productivity planner, which just takes like three minutes of like my top tasks for the day, something I'm grateful for. Um, and then my tea is ready by then. So then now what I'm doing since I signed up with, for the manifestation course is I'm going over to the couch with a candle and I'm putting in my headphones and listening to a module from the course, which is they're like 15 to 30 minutes. So if it's uh, trying to do like 15 at least, um, or I will listen to a manifestation podcast And before I do that, I've been writing in my journal just for five minutes, um, an affirmation, something I want to manifest. And so like the one that I wrote today was, I am on my way to becoming a manifestation expert. And then my word of the year is elevate. So every morning I'm writing one way that I plan to elevate today. And um. And so I do that. That just takes a couple minutes. Then I'll listen to like 15 to 30 minutes, depending on how much time I have of either the course or a manifestation podcast. And then I swear, like just doing that for the past few days, I go into my day just buzzing with energy. Like I feel so positive. I feel so excited. And I truly feel like it's going to change my life. So I'm in this like completely different mindset. I'm overcoming the parasites. Like... I just feel better. I am so crazy busy with work. I'm not going to lie. Like I am still overwhelmed. Like there's just so much always that I have to do. And it's just so much, but I'm just taking a different approach with how I think about it. And I'm actually just channeling all of that nervous energy into excitement. Amazing. I'm so excited to hear that. And I will have to follow suit. And it's before we started recording, Jess and I were chatting about the sort of rewiring of, of the brain and the psychology behind our habits and the way that we talk to ourselves. And I randomly have, I mean, I guess it's not that random, but all of the main podcasts I listen to, which aren't necess- aren't psychology related, have had guests on in different realms talking about this very subject. And so it's really gotten me going and stopping myself in my tracks as I continue to speak negatively to myself primarily around productivity. Like I, because of the goals that I have and I realize how not helpful this is as we're talking about it, but because of the goals I have, because of the growth that I, that I need to make happen, I want to make happen in the business. And personally, I get so down on myself. I mean, Lord knows how many times in a day I probably am like, you didn't, you know, it's not enough. I haven't done enough. You know, I'm, I, I, I take a break and I'm, I'm, I'm upset with myself that I maybe took as long of, of a break because of these other things that need to wait. And, and it's some of what I'm learning is just stopping yourself in your tracks and acknowledging what you're saying to yourself, but taking a moment to say, what, where is that thought coming from? And forgiving yourself and being compassionate with yourself for having that thought, oh, you're being hard on yourself because you have all of these goals, because you are, you know, turning it into this positive thing, because you are such a go-getter, because you always have valued being um, effective in what you do and being, you know, there for people and helping as many people as possible. And on the days that I'm not getting as much done, that I'm taking more breaks, I'm saying to myself, you're being lazy, being slow, but it's actually my body's way of protecting myself from how much I am working, from how, how much 
I do need that break too. These two sides of myself, like can coexist and there's reasons for both of them. And so many of these thoughts and things we say to ourselves come from, um, you know, for, for sort of primal reasons for self preservation. And, uh, they're there for a reason. The brain is wired for safety. It's not, yeah, it's not required wired for success. So whatever it perceives as like a protective mechanism or safety, it's going to prioritize. And that's what it's doing. Like exactly what you said, that's what it's doing for you. So it's like also just knowing, having, I always say like trading criticism for compassion. And that's Mm -hmm. what, that's the practice that you're putting into place. And that's going to make such a big difference in your overall productivity at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, at the end of the year. Yeah. And talking to yourself, much of what the experts say is like, talk to yourself like you would a child, a friend. And, you know, I know a lot of this, but it's really helpful to hear it in sequence lately. And the the interview you just did with Jordan, Jordana, uh, also same vein, hopefully people listened to that and found value in that, but hearing it helps bring it to the forefront and reminds me to, to check myself and yeah. And be more positive and abundant in the way that I speak to myself. I love that. And yeah, I think too, one thing I'm just learning a lot about is like how the subconscious brain is formed from the ages of zero to seven. And so it's like during those time, that time in our life, we literally are a sponge. Like we're just soaking everything up and we don't have our own conscious thoughts. We're only in the subconscious. Mm. So from zero to seven, if someone tells you like, right, you're a princess, you're going to be like, yeah, I am. Where's mm-hmm. that phone? Right. And then like at eight, if someone's like, right, you're a princess, you're like, no, I'm not. Because that's when your conscious brain sort of kicks in and you start to have like your own thoughts about things and you can actually send commands to the subconscious brain almost like the conscious brain is the employee and the subconscious are the employees and you're like no that's not true or yes Mm -hmm. that is true but before that you're just a sponge and you're absorbing everything so it can be really helpful to like you said speak to yourself like you are a child or like you would a child but also speak to your inner child, like going back to when you were that zero to seven and like what happened during those formative years that maybe developed these thoughts that I have about myself or even after that, like what happened in a relationship or where it was like, I was constantly told something about myself that then just became my identity. And it's like, that's not actually who you are and you can, you can rewire it. And one of the ways you can do that is by speaking much more kindly to yourself, noting every time that you use a negative word versus a positive word. Ryan and I were talking about this before, but like the brain doesn't know the difference between negative and positive. So, or if you're talking about yourself or someone else. So you also being aware of how much you say shitty things about other people or think negative thoughts about other people because the brain will just manifest more of that. So if you're like, oh, they're poor or they're ugly or whatever, then the brain here is ugly, poor, and translates it to manifesting more of that for you. And so the thoughts that you think create your reality. And yeah. it's just, it, like you said, it's it's stuff we know, but we have to hear it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Actually practice it every single day, multiple times a day. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's obviously applicable to every area of your life. So this is uh, something we're both obviously focusing on drilling into, and I'm excited to see where, where it takes us this year. Uh, another thing for me is drilling into the people pleasing habits that I think I have. I, you know, on the one hand feel like I'm definitely someone that will be honest and direct with you about what I actually think. I'm not really ever comfortable, like lying just to make someone feel like I usually have to try to find a way to, to be honest. Um, but I think the people pleasing side of me that remains is after certain things I, I, or being in groups or being like, I'm always thinking about how people perceived maybe something that I said or something that I produced when, you know, just overthinking, overanalyzing and at the root of it is for, for what, for what people think. And I'm realizing that that just really has to be another big, big mental focus for me this year. Um, I did start therapy for the first time, been consistent with it. I, um, it's something that I, I want to continue to work through. So maybe there will be more themes on those topics as well in our podcast as we do our own exploration. Yeah. Let us know if you, if you want to hear more about this and just rewiring your thought process and your limiting beliefs, because I feel like it's so powerful because it can, it applies to everything that you want in your life. Mm -hmm. It applies to weight loss. It applies to success in your business. It applies to you finding the partner of your dreams. Like it applies to you feeling confident. It applies to you attracting friends that make you feel amazing, not deplete you. Like it literally applies to everything. Like, and the things that you want in your life. I think too often we're also taught, especially as women, that it's materialistic to want things to be like, oh, I want a nice house or I want a nice car. And I have that in my brain too, where it's like, I, I don't want to talk about materialistic things that I want because mm -hmm. that doesn't matter. But it's like, we should actually, it should be okay to also want materialistic things. Like that's okay, right? As long as you're not a materialistic person, but that doesn't make you a materialistic person to want to help people and give back and be the best version of yourself. And oh yeah, also want the car of your dreams. Yeah. It's like these things can coexist. Coexist. Yeah, exactly. So that is a good point. And we work, you know, everyone's working so hard. There are different ways to, to enjoy that success and treat yourself. And we shouldn't feel guilty about that. But yeah, I think um, there, there will be more conversations on this topic for sure. But segueing as we wrap up the episode into maybe some of the things we have been doing or starting to do in this new year that feel good. Cause I know after getting through COVID after some of the last of the, like towards the end of the year, just like the beginning of this year, this, I know I usually travel a lot, but this year was absolutely insane. Five different weddings, um, South Africa, Mexico, New York, France for weddings. And then, um, Italy, Switzerland, England. Yeah. Wait, how many of you countries have you been to? This year. Okay. So South Africa, Mexico twice because we went for mom's 70th too. Yeah. Um, Whistler, I went on a ski trip. So that's three. Then um, Italy, Switzerland, France, uh, England. Did you say South Africa? I don't know if I included South Africa in that yet. But yeah. So like eight, eight at least. Wow. Yeah. And like pretty much every trip was like 
so like go, 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 go. So nothing was really like a relaxation thing. And like most of them were around weddings. Um, so I am so glad I did all of those things because again, we don't have pets. We don't have kids. This is very much a YOLO. Like I knew that I, I want to have as much experiences and adventures before we have a family and all of those things. But now I'm like, Oh my God, I cannot wait to be here this year. And to focus on my friendships and time with you and like myself, my personal growth, because it was just so much like definitely worth it. I, for the rest of my life, I'm going to have those memories. Right. But like, I am just, I'm back on class pass. I took my first, like I did a dance class the other weekend by myself, which I just told myself, you're going to look stupid and silly, but get over it. It's about the experience. And I had such a fun, great workout, even though I definitely, could not keep up. So just like, I'm trying to do more of that. I'm back on class pass. Um, that same studio has a trampoline class that I love. It's the rebounder. Ah. It's like those small trampolines. But for me, because I do about four days of strength training and I know you too, Jess, um, it's really hard to find workout classes that don't conflict with my routine. And so I've been trying to find just straight cardio. Um, and so that that's been really fun because the rebounders like it's a mix of dance like you have a lot of different sort of dance you're dancing on the rebounder but I just drip sweat and then towards the end they do some abs and stuff but it's not like all legs or all arms so it works really well with my routine so I'm super excited that I have that class and then Thomas what I come take that with you soon yes yeah I really want people to join me and Maybe the the dance class too, because it's just the yeah. same thing. I was dripping sweat and it was so fun. And my legs were like on fire the next day, which was so surprising because it was just sort of these simple dance moves. But so, you know, I think I just more of that. And Thomas is really, he's on class pass right now too. And he's really trying to get into yoga. So we have a yoga class tonight. Um, we're going to do another one over the weekend. And it's just so funny. I'm sure many of you have a yoga practice, but we haven't done yoga in forever. About seven years ago, we were very regular and I, I felt very strong. We did like a hip hop yoga class that was really fun. And now we did this class last weekend and I was just struggling so much and it was just not that hard, but my balance is a little bit off. And, um, you know, just sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, oh, these long holds, like, but yeah. it, it's, you know, the feeling that you have when you're done and, and the class we went to is right by the water. So we got to see the water and you just feel like a superior human. You just feel like you're better than everybody else. You're yeah. like, wow, I just started my weekend on the best foot. And so I'm human. Yeah. Yeah. So, so great feeling. We want more of that. We're going to do more of that. Class pass is a great way um, to have in, to have that, that newness and try new things. And so and I want to do some things by myself more this year, um, but also a real emphasis on seeing more quality time with my girlfriends. And so I'm really just happy to be home. And then another thing I was going to share that I'm focusing on lately, I kind of had an aha moment that I have really intense crow's feet on my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just never really noticed it. And then I realized from being around my friends who have really beautiful skin, I was like, oh my God, because I can't see it when I'm not smiling. So I never look in the mirror and just creepishly smile at myself. <laughs> but then I saw it in photos and I was like, oh my God. And I started focusing on how none of my friends have that. And they were all telling me like, it's eye cream. You got to do eye cream. 
And so I got eye cream and we've just become affiliates with Clear Stem, which is a really awesome non-toxic skincare line that has really great ingredients like peptides and collagen for anti-aging or for aging skin and also acne prone skin, which I'm not acne prone, but we've been loving their products. We will put a discount code in the show notes. They often have really cool like specials and stuff. So I've gotten, Jess has gotten the full lineup too, but I'm really just focusing on and I know you are too, Jess, uh, a more thorough skincare routine. I would never really wash my face in the morning. And now, which is so silly, I just didn't think about it. And so now um, I've got more of a skincare routine in the morning. And then also in the reel that we posted yesterday on YHB, I talked about it too, but skincare that's also makeup. And that's a new yeah. trend that I'm loving. Um, the brand I love is Iris and Romeo or Romeo, I don't know. And the moisturizer, um, it's a makeup you put on your skin. That's like a, it's like a liquid foundation, although it's a lighter, I mean, you can layer it, but it also has all of these, I think it doubles as a moisturizer. And then, so it's sort of just like one and done and you can add, like I add a serum, I add the clear stem serum. Uh, they call it the no Botox serum. Uh, and then, Oh wait, no. So I do my serum before I do the the makeup, but it's just this very minimalist routine and it's genius. It's a new wave of makeup, I think. And these brands that are, you know, meeting the standards for not having chemicals, endocrine disruptors, that's so important. And, you know, just to quickly explain for women, a lot of our personal care products, cosmetics, they contain synthetic chemicals that act as uh, estrogen in the body. They, they're often called xenoestrogens. And so they actually overload our cells and can contribute to excess estrogen. And when we remove, that's why it's one of our top tips at YHB, it's remove the exposure to these products, switch to clean products that don't contain those synthetic chemicals, because then, you know, as you do that, you reduce the estrogen burden, the amount of estrogen in the body. It allow, you allow the estrogen to, you know, actually de be detoxed from your body rather than recirculating, especially with these products we put directly into our skin that goes straight into our bloodstream. So it's just a really nice thing to start focusing on. And there's so many awesome brands now, thank God, like Iris and Romeo, uh, Ilia is a great one, uh, Tower 28, um, Love Say. Cosa, 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 so you love Say. Power so, 28. Yeah, I said that one. And so, and, and there's other, there's, there's like Jess and I just went last weekend to um, Credo Beauty, which they have different locations. And I believe they have an online store. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, they do. Which it's like they have these very, very high standards for skincare and beauty and um, like fragrance brands. And so nothing in the store. Nothing can be in the store without meeting their very strict requirements for basically no endocrine disruptors. And so it's great. You can go in and you can try everything and you know that it's past the standards, which that's not the case with Sephora or Ulta. And yeah. there's also Detox Market. That's another one you can trust. You can go on and trust that everything you see, including dry shampoos, including hairsprays, mm -hmm. that they all meet these requirements for products that are not going to mess with not only our hormones, but for a lot of people cause allergy flare-ups. Um, you know, one of the main things is that these chemicals can interfere with fertility. So anyway, a lot of reasons to switch to, to, to safer skincare and makeup, but that's just one of my little hacks lately that I'm like, oh, this is really easy. Yeah. It's funny you said that. I was just looking at my DMs because I had um, someone that 
buys my latte blends. She messaged me and she was like, have you ever heard of the store? Mela Luca, the wellness store. They're an online shopping club that sells and makes all toxic free chemical products, uh, no chemical products located in Idaho Falls, much more affordable than the big box stores. So we could always put that in the, like, look it up and put it in the show notes. But she said yeah. she was excited about it because it's all clean products with uh, lower prices. Oh, that's great. Yeah. We'll put all of these in the show notes. Yeah. No, that's great. Right. Any others that you wanted to share? No, I think that's just about. I think that's just about it. Oh, your skin looks fab. Oh, thanks. It looks really good. I'm not smiling, so that's why. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) As our grandma would say, pretty girls shouldn't make ugly faces. Yeah, so I was constantly upsetting her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so for me, I had to write a couple little notes. Um, but things that are feeling good. So I'll just like piggyback off what you said about skincare just because we're on that topic. Same thing. I have been really resisting Botox and I always say never say never because I might want it. And so I don't want to say never, but I am 38 and I at least want to hold out till I'm 40. And so there's a lot that I'm doing just to be much more aware of my skincare routine. And uh, to Rise point is funny. I got a facial lately. It was amazing. I'm going to go back to her for sure. But she was like, you actually have like amazing collagen production. You barely have any wrinkles. But she was like, but girl, you've got crow's feet. And she was like, does that run in your family? And then Rye randomly texted me like, I can't stop looking at these crow's feet. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, now me too. So we both got the eye cream from Clear Stem. And so... I have been really serious about my skincare routine because I figure while I'm investing in some skincare, which definitely costs some money, it's definitely more affordable than getting Botox. (laughs) So uh, I've been morning and night kind of opposite of rye. And this is terrible to say, but I didn't really wash my face sometimes at night because I just get so tired and not wash my face. And I had a locked in skincare routine in the morning. So now AM and PM, I've got a really good thing going. So I have my toner, which is just like a facial spray. I, well, I wash my face. Then I have the toner. Then I have a serum. Then I have the moisturizer, then the eye cream. And then I also got the ice roller from clear stem because they were doing like a get one free if you bought any product. So while I'm doing that skincare in the morning, I stick the ice roller in the freezer. And then at the end of the skincare routine, once my tea is made, that's another part of my routine is then I do my face roller um, while I'm sort of like journaling. And so that's been feeling very good. And then one thing I do want to add into that is they say that you should do two to three or like two face masks a week where you take like a full on face mask. So I'm going to try to write that in. Um, and then I'm getting a facial tomorrow. Thanks to Rye. That was her Christmas gift to me. So I'm excited about that. And then another thing that on the manifestation side of things, I was thinking about, cause with manifestation, it needs to be a regular practice. You can't just like have a vision board night with your friends and create a vision board and then never look at it again or never repeat the things that you want. Like that's not how you're going to manifest those visions. Like that's a fun thing to do and talk about, but you have to repeatedly look at it and practice saying what you want. And so I have like three different vision boards that I'm looking at right now from over the years. And it's cool to look back on them, but I was realizing how little time I actually spend looking at those things and saying those things. And so I want to create some sort of manifestation practice daily 
And so in addition to journaling out what I want for the day, I'm going to start a manifestation walk every day where I put it into my calendar and it's just 10 minutes. And today it's at 1 p.m. So it'll be right after lunch. And I just go and I'm going to play some binarial beats and I'm going to repeat my affirmations and spend time visualizing what I want. So like one of the major keys of manifestation is you have to act as if you, as if what you want is already on its way. So act as if like a million dollars is already an example that Jordana gave me offline was like, she saw a TikTok of this person was saying like, imagine if someone told you that you had a million dollars and it was being transferred into your account and the bank assured you that it would be in your account next week. It's not there yet. So you have a week till it's actually in, t- in your account. How would your demeanor change? Like you would change instantly, like the way you carried your body, the way you thought about yourself, the things, the possibilities that were open to you. So it's like that million dollars isn't technically yours yet, but it's on its way. So it's Mm -hmm. thinking in that way, like you have to think as if it's already on its way. So like, what would that feel like? What would that look like? What would that be like? What would she be doing? And so that's what I want to do on the walk. So in the morning, it's writing down that affirmation, but then on the walk, it's actually the visualization piece of it. So I'm going to go for 10 minutes, set an alarm for 10 minutes, literally walk five minutes and you walk back. That's also a great way to get in a thousand steps. So it's habit stacking because it takes about 10 minutes to get in a thousand steps. So um, I'm going to do that. And I just feel like that's going to be a really positive compliment. And then the other thing I want to do more of this year is like you said, more quality time with friends and also with you. Mm -hmm. So I want to um, just make time for that. And the other night, my, one of my best friends, Candace and I, we got together and we've just both been going through a lot and had a lot on our plates. And so we're like, let's just get together. It can just be literally for two hours before bed. And she made us taco bowls and we lit candles and we brought journals and we played binarial beats and we wrote down, I brought some journaling questions and we wrote down some of our intentions for the year. And then we talked through them and we drank some herbal tea and then we said goodnight at like 9 p.m. And we both, I drove home, we went to bed and it was amazing. And so just more of that where it doesn't have to be like a dress up dinner or like a big thing. It can just be really casual and low key, but also just quality versus quantity of hangouts. Mm -hmm. Just making those hangouts where you walk away, you feel empowered, you feel recharged, you feel just happy. So I want to do more of that. And I think like active hangouts, like you were saying, like with the with the jumping class or a dance class or yoga or creating a vision board with people or going on a walk at the ocean, because I know that that brings me a lot of peace, like just thinking hangouts that you leave feeling recharged. And so those are my main things. And I just, I just want more of all of that in my life. And so that's what I'm focused on. And one other thing I wanted to say is I hosted my first live group coaching session this week. Um, I'm going to do one a month for my clients at least until April, but I'll, I might extend it cause I'm really enjoying it. And we talked all about the conscious mind, like rewiring thoughts. We talked about manifestation. We talked about habit formation and I just walked away feeling so empowered to continue making this more focal point of my coaching practice because we can focus on 
like what we eat and what we put in our body all day long. But if we don't focus on the mindset piece, we're never going to like fully lock in the changes. Mm -hmm. So it has to be all together. And so I just feel like this renewed sense of purpose. Amazing. I'm so excited for you, Jess. And, and for us. And I think when life, you know, has you go through some hurdles and some things we, you know, haven't shared that we've been through this year, you just, it does feel so good to be on the other side and to be feeling like it was for a reason to get through that and then to have this renewed energy to propel yourself forward. And that's where I'm at, just feeling like I got through some challenge struggles and now I have an open path ahead and it's mine for the taking, you know, but I got to get my mind right and, you know, rejig the habits and stuff. So that's where we're at. And also knowing that I feel so amazing about all of this today. I have so much energy. I've had no caffeine. I feel like I've had like three, even though I don't drink coffee, but if I did, that's what I would feel like, um, without the crash. But I'm going to have a day where I wake up and I don't feel this way. I'm going to have a day where I feel overwhelmed and I feel like frustrated and I'm speaking negatively to myself and about my money mindset. So it's not like, Oh, because you know, I have these great routines in place and intentions, like everything's magically going to be amazing all the time. But it's like, I want these tools in my toolkit to be able to return to them. And so that I can bust out of those phases of my life, just knowing that those phases are going to happen. And that's also okay. Like it's okay not to be okay all the time. Yeah, definitely. And, and as I was saying earlier, when those thoughts or those rough days happen, reminding yourself, why is it happening Pr- to protect me, to slow me down, to give more reflection and, and accepting that side of you and not judging it. And moving forward. Um, so anyway, we hope that you enjoy these sister chats. We are continuing with our new format of alternating episodes like this with more coaching, you know, nutrition, weight focus, not necessarily weight focused, but I think a, a theme that a lot of women are struggling with is, is weight loss or weight management or, uh, the nutrition, blood sugar balance. So I think there's just a world of content within that, especially with, with just being a coach and the hormone piece, um, with your hormone balance that we can focus more on. So going to do some more of that and, and let us know what you think, because one of the ideas that we had was sort of many, many episodes around, for example, uh, you know, tips for ordering when you're out to breakfast or you're out to Mexican or you're, traveling like more kind of micro tips instead of the overall, you know, looking at weight loss as this giant topic or weight management or nutrition and just really zeroing in on how we can really stick to goals or make effective progress with what we want in these different scenarios that we face in the day to day. And also things like how your friends or your partner influence your goals and influence your habits and how to stay strong That's and a stay true to what you want. So that's something that we're going to dive more into. And then, um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the conversation with Jess and my mom. I loved listening to it, have more <laughs> of our mom on the podcast. I recorded an interview with my mom and, and Kyle, which is her close friend. They have a podcast together And it was an hour and a half. And at the end, we realized that we didn't hit record. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those days, like last month, that it was just horrible. And I was so stressed out. And I was like, this 
is the worst. So that was going to be one of the episodes we had coming up, talking to them about how to really get support from your your doctor, like knowing that your doctor might not know anything about hormone health, might have no nutritional background, but how can we A, find a provider that will support us, but B, also how can we make the most of, of the insurance covered doctor that we do have? Um, Cause that's something that we see a lot of our, our, our clients struggling with. So that might be something too, that we, um, that I'm going to re-record. Anyway, we've got a lot of exciting guests coming up too, with really interesting topics. So I'm stoked about the guests we have coming up and the topics. Like, I just feel again, like a renewed sense of like this year, our podcast is going to really elevate just to give you more of what you really need and want. And we're really trying to listen to what is going to be most supportive for you. And I also think that when you record that episode with them, it's probably going to be like 10 times better just because maybe it it wasn't meant to be, you know? And like, I definitely agree. There were things that I would change. And, um, again, though, we need to hear from you, from you guys in terms of what you do like, or you don't like. So DM us at solo 2.0 podcast, email us solo 2.0 podcast at gmail.com rate review and subscribe. Let us know what you're thinking. If you've got negative feedback, we'd love to hear from you directly and then we can address it and we can improve and we can have more of what you what you really want on the podcast. But you can't really do that if we don't hear from you. So that's your invitation yeah. to reach out. Try to word the negative feedback and the positive so that way we can manifest more of the positive instead of the negative for you. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Thank you, Jess. I won't be allowed to say anything negative ever again. Yeah, I told Josh, I was like, we're in a boot camp, a positive boot camp. Right oh God, now. you're going to be annoying. <laughs> no, he's excited. He's like, yes, I love it. Like he's all about manifestation. Literally. No, it is. He was it's like, so don't funny. bother me for 15 minutes. I'm manifesting a million dollars and like put on his eye mask and played meditation music and cuddled with the dogs. <laughs> I saw your story. It's so funny. Yeah. I, I think, yes, there's room for that in all of our lives, but all right. I think we, we've covered it. Great to see you, Jess. I'm excited for more of this this year. And, uh, and remember, Even if nothing feels right today, you tuning into this podcast and opening your mind is enough. Change doesn't happen overnight, so be patient and kind with yourself, and good things will come. Will come. If you're new to our podcast, we we wrote that outro, and we did that outro with every single episode, and we've kind of strayed from from it sometimes, but I think it's a a theme that we should stick with, and it's a good reminder to all of you. So enjoy. Happy 2024 also encourage you guys to do this exercise too of what feels good and what needs work in your life and give yourself total compassion in the exercise and remind yourself of even the micro little things that you're doing that are good enough always all right see you next time